This is a Poly Studios production. Welcome back to the Polypod. We're back in the studio with Jakey Poo. Hey, Kaylee Poo. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And today we're talking about producing. Cool. Yeah. Music. It's not even our music. What was that? That's so different. What's ours? I don't know. Welcome to the Polypod. Last week's segment was fun though. Did you like last time? Not last week's, but last... The chat GPT Yeah, one. chat GPT. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? <laughs> it was funny to read, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. I'm hoping it... Um, What's the word? Translates? Translates. That's the word. I hope it translated well to the audience. Right. You think it did? I don't know. I'm not the audience. Have you edited it yet? Edited it yet? Yeah, it's out. Of course. And I loved it. <laughs> And I listened multiple times. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about producing. But before we get into it, we'll talk about a podcast at the moment that we've been listening to. So, Jacob, what's what's been on the radar for you? The radar for me, beep, I've beep, been listening beep. to... <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Good sign for reference yeah. that no one would get. Um, it's a niche like season yeah, nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've currently been listening to one called The Rewatchables. I've mentioned it before Fun. just casually, mm. but it's a phenomenal pop culture based movie um, review like podcasts. Rewatchables all to say the idea is like it, they're movies that you will watch and watch and watch again. Mm. And then what they do is they categorically go through every little facet nitpicking of the movie. They'll talk about um, recasting couch. So who, you know, who they oh, would recast fun. now yeah, cool. if it was made now, like just say yeah, it was yeah. an old movie and like, I was going to use Top Gun as a reference, but that seems Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise still comes back for yeah, more. No. But I more mean like they might go through old movies, they might go through new movies. Yeah. Um, like Oscar worthy. They're usually so like very, if you recast Star Wars now, like who would you? Yeah, exactly. Like, like Star Wars of, is definitely not one they go through, but like yeah, if they go they go through some. Who like, would you recast for Star Wars? As Luke Skywalker, who Luke would Skywalker. you think would Timothy be Chalamet? No, hmm? yuck. He what? doesn't have have what the innocence to him. I don't think. Yeah, I think he could act. In I think. Um, Mark, what was his name? Mark Zuckerberg. No, the original Hamilton. Hamill. Mark Hamilton. Mark Hamill. Is it Hamilton? Mm. No, Hamill. Hamill. Anyways, this podcast <laughs> is <laughs> this podcast is really interesting because it, um, yeah, it just delves into so many different categories. They're super fun. Yeah, like they go through um, who nearly got the roles as well. They go through nitpicks, just if mm. like a story plot kind of falls flat or like doesn't make sense, but they kind of just pound through it. You know what I mean? Like they might yeah, be okay, like, yeah, yeah. hey, like how is that relationship a relationship? They didn't yeah. really describe that or how did that plot doesn't really make sense or that came across too easy. Um, yeah, just a bunch of interesting categories. And then they just like, who won the movie? Like, so who was the best actor in the movie? Oh, okay, fine. Like all those different things. They're just super fun. Like this is be, all their takes on it. All their different takes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're all like writers. They all like, some of them uh, are ones that always go to like pre-screens of movies because mm. they review them. Like a lot mm. of them like ex um, work for the New Yorker or like, they get some really good people on. So yeah, cool. it's good. It's good, good opinions. It's not yeah. just like randoms. Who nah, just having a go, yeah. which is still interesting. But I think yeah, random they're good journalists. Still interesting. They're good journalists. So yeah. it's well done. That's cool. That's you? fun. For me, I finished up um, How Other Dads Dad. Being a dad myself, Hamish mm-hmm. Blake did a podcast. How was it? Like 12 episodes. Um yeah, it was really good. Mm. It was quite repetitive in a way. Like I'd be surprised if he does a second season of it. Right. Um, I think the interviews were funny and good and yeah, like actually pretty in depth. And um, it really makes me as a father like want to be that 
better father. That's and just cool. like, yeah. Because they talk about their relationship with their dad and they talk about the fact that they want to do stuff with their children differently mm. and well, not differently, just like actually take good parts from what their dad did and like yeah. use that for their own children and what cool. they loved. And yeah, it made me, I know, just it was nice. Cool. Yeah. It's great. So. That was, that was fun. fun. Any dads out there, it's a good podcast. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Fun and cool. Let's get on today's conversation. So today's conversation is to do with producing. So cool. um, Jacob, you've been producing podcasts for a while now. Myself, I'm still learning, I feel like, and right. still uh, trying to figure it out a lot. Mm. Um, reps and sets, baby. Reps and sets, baby. That's good. Um, what do you think is the most important part about having a producer in the studio. So say we have a couple of people that want to come in and do their own thing and mm. they have an idea and it's pretty good. Like, and they've been behind a microphone before in some, some capacity and they know how to talk, but sure. um, and they're a bit confident, but then we just noticed that they need some help here or there. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I think like something I say to everyone. So we usually do a pre-production meeting where yeah. that's where a producer is relevant as well. There might be for us, just to give a bit of clarity on like how we sometimes logistically roll with a new client is we might have something from preconception to working through an idea to then working through what segments might look like. This is mm. all pre-production based. Mm. And then we might go through like certain questions if it's interview based or monologue topics, if it's individual based, all that prior work is done before we even get in the studio. Yep. And then during the studio time, um, a producer, I think it's pretty pivotal. Like, especially right now, just say I would love a producer for us yeah. in this context right now because there's a lot of stuff we'll ask one another. But because you're so locked into the conversation, sometimes you forget what the punter might be interested in next. It's true. And that's where a producer can kind of have that bird's eye view audio-wise yeah. where they're like, hey, instead of just going to the next question you had ready on your piece of paper, um, what I would love to know is this. Mm. Give me a personal experience based on the story or the question you just asked. Yeah. And it's like, great. And then they they start launching into that. And then, wow, it sounds so much more interesting. And the edit's going to come together a lot mm. better. So I think having an audio producer or like being an audio producer um, that's what I found has been the most pivotal part of my role is just hovering yeah. above the podcast and then interjecting when I think I could either pitch an interesting question, mm. um, ask for someone to re-say something, maybe an intro to a segment. Hey, we need to do yeah. that again. That was not enough energy. There was too much energy. That wasn't the right tone. Um, maybe that was just a shit thing to say and you shouldn't say that. This is probably not yeah. in line with who you are or what your podcast is saying. All those kind of things, like you kind of interject when you can. Yeah, that's mm. good. So it's almost like I a agree. brand director. I find yep. as an audio producer is you're just what you're doing is you're keeping everything in brand. So yep. you're constantly pulling people back in or interjecting when you need to or yeah. getting them to add something that's going to be on brand for their podcast. Yeah, it's great. Mm. And I think it's especially important to have the conversation prior to make sure that they're comfortable with that too for the people coming in. Because uh, if you're just interjecting during their podcast <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, what are you shut doing? the hell yeah, up. Yeah. Like, yeah, you want to make sure that they're aware of yeah. that. And if they don't want it, they don't want it. But yeah. and it some, does come across so much better when you do have someone who knows what they're doing, doing it because it, you just you just create a better um, product. Product, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, in the end. Mm. Just something else I do, um, something else we can do usually for our clients too is so we didn't, don't interject and stop a podcast. Mm. Sometimes we can turn our mic on without recording it, talk yeah. to the headphone and just like give them a question to ask while they're maybe yeah. listening. Yeah, so that's sure. something else that we find is cool um, and helpful Yeah, is where you can just kind of whisper a little like maybe prod, prod, prod deeper on that or ask, yeah. ask them to expand. Like mm. we can say that and then pull away. And then, you know, 
if a professional host or a professional podcaster might be able to just take that on without freaking without out. stopping, <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. yeah. Like being able to just take on that feedback and then they, they introduce that question. Okay. So that's a little bit about, I guess, what a producer is and then mm. what a producer does and why we need them. Mm. How do we know then to trust the producer? So if I'm, as I, as I said before, like the example of a client coming in, they want to do their podcast. How can you, as a producer... Mm. Gain the trust of that person. How can the client themselves, you know, trust the producer to do the best content for them? I think that comes from pre-production meetings. That's why they're so important. Yeah. So like if you've already sat down and like just say for a client recently, we've already had like meetings where we've we've chat through the concept. They've already we've already been able to show as a producer, we've already been able to show trust by pitching good ideas in that kind of yeah. portion and then already seeing them light up. I think if they're like for us, if they're signing on with us as a like to do a season. We've already built rapport enough. And I think having a producer in the room from the first conceptual meeting mm. is very important mm. because being able to pitch ideas, being able to show how we can make things come to life, what's going to make things interesting, yeah. um, all that kind of stuff. So you're building trust and rapport straight back on that, like, sorry, from the start. Mm. And that's that's a big reason why I think people will be able to feel trust from a producer. Or, yeah, that's sorry, good. at I least think, trust yeah. a producer, yeah. Yeah, it just takes time and effort, I guess, to, to yeah, build that. Proving yourself, then, like, yeah, proving yourself, like, by proving yourself. And I think... I think that's the other thing I found is um, if you're ever trying to be a producer for someone else, making sure not only you build rapport, but you're like quite friendly, you get quite friendly with the hosts or the people creating mm. the podcast so that when you do pitch something, it's a lot more trusted, yeah, it's 100%. a lot more comfortable yeah, um, rather sure. than it just sounding like you're like trying to control what they're trying to say. Yeah. Because that's definitely, I've noticed something people might get a bit hesitant with and there's like oh you're just trying to make me say that and that's probably not what i would have said mm. but it's like no no you would say this in, if you just were outside of the conversation you're mm. just currently so in depth and in like present that that's why we're there to the pitch pitch extra little concepts yeah and bringing other ideas out of them rather than just letting them be in that one yeah sort of conversation because once you get in the room and there's a certain energy in the in the studio yeah it, um yeah that's where a producer can kind of notice that and be like, man, they have high energy. Let's just ask another fun question mm. instead of getting back to this next serious one. Mm. Like if there's already energy and everyone's kind of riffing and it's a bit interesting, then great. Let's keep that energy up. And that's another reason why having that floating body above the whole podcast yeah. and being able to monitor everything can come into play and be really beneficial. Yeah. Say I'm doing a podcast at home with someone or in my office and a coworker, a friend, whatever it is, and I am... You know, we we don't we can't afford someone who a producer, a yeah. producer. We can't afford the studio time, and whatnot. What do you think is the best way to go about getting a producer without getting a producer? If that makes sense, <laughs> being so, your own producer, or yeah, I guess being your own producer is hard. It's very difficult to get your own uh, someone else's perspective. Yeah. So I think you do need another perspective. So what do you do? You have any ideas? I have an idea. I only have an idea in post production. So what yeah. I what I imagine doing is just say you're doing anything where there's an interview base or a monologue base or whatever and you're riffing and you're keeping it present and then you just listen to it after you're like man i wish i just asked that or i wish i said this as a lead-in there's a lot of that beautiful post-production work you can do yeah. where you don't just accept what you've recorded but go in and like re-record some stuff and then interject that so just say like you could even be like oh uh, here's an example. Mm. So just say you're talking to someone and you ask a question, they give a funny answer and then you just naturally go back onto your next question. But then later on, you're like, man, I wish I followed on with this thought. Yeah. Just come in and then like add like a transition sound and then, and then have like an underlying bed of yeah. music and be like, at this moment, I wish I said this. I was, was like, fun. I was thinking about like how funny this would have been to say, yeah. but unfortunately that's like my brain was consumed. Yeah. 
Anyway, also back creates, to the pod. Like, that, and that's like interesting, and that'll be a fun little attention grabber. Yeah. Um, so that's a way of post-production producing yourself, I guess, in a way. Yeah, that's fun. And then that way, I think when you get into record the next time, you're, you're thinking like that again, yeah. and you're slowing down a little bit more. That's the other thing. If you can't afford a producer, just slow down a lot more in the pod. Don't mm. be such in a rush to get to your next question because you think it's going to flow because yeah. editing is a beautiful thing. Mm. So if you're just finding that you want to keep going with something but you don't know how, just sit there for a second and be like, oh, yeah, no. And then mm. like allow yourself to think of the next question that might be relevant for the topic you're discussing yeah. rather than rushing to the next point or segment. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even about um, questions that you're asking. Sometimes it's just a story that you've just gone off on a tangent and certain people just have this about them where they start talking about a topic or they start talking mm. about a story and then they go into the next story and they go, they, they just completely lose what they were currently talking about or yeah. the question that was asked yeah. or, I don't know, the topic that they're on in that segment specifically. Like that's also the purpose of a producer, but it's also um, what I've found in post-production saying we don't have a producer ourselves, we're doing this just us two. Um, I've just sent stuff to friends. Yeah, I've just right. sent stuff to family or whatever and just be like, hey, what do you guys think about this? Mm. Like, do you guys think this is good? What do you think's missing? What do you think? Um, when did you drop missed? off attention yeah. wise? Yeah. Statistically, it actually comes up on the programs that you upload to. Statistics come up on when people dropped off. And it's right. really interesting to look at that. Yeah. Um, and go, oh, okay. At that point, what happened? Mm. Was it our tone? Was it our, um, the story we were telling? Length was of time just, of the pod. Yeah. Was so it all factors. these different things? Yeah. Mm. Um, and then you can see the engagement factor within that and go, oh, how can I fix that for next time? And yeah. Yeah. So if you have those kind of people in your life and you are doing it at home, mm. seek that, seek that approval, like be willing to Just get inside. shut down to don't, don't seek it out and then get annoyed them for correcting it. Like yeah, it's yeah. going to defeat the purpose and you're never going to get anywhere if you don't yeah. like seek failure in a way. Heck yeah. And if, sp- and one, I think we've said it probably before, but a lot of the first times you record or the first 10 times you record, the contrast of quality is going mm. to be insanely different. Yep. Comfortable, yep. like the comfortability, the way you naturally riff, all that kind of stuff. The timing in which you mm. jump into things, like you're only going to get better. Yeah, it's true. Mm. So you just got to keep trying. Keep, keep trying and it. keep noticing where you're doing a poor job and yep. then keep realigning. Yep. Um, but then, yeah. Then once you do get better and you do have, I don't know, some more income coming in to support it, get a producer, get a studio. Like that's, yeah. obviously that's what we recommend because we just see the benefit out of that. We yeah. see the production value in that. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, like even an example. So this week we had a new podcast launch and it's been sitting at number two and number three like all week, right? Yeah, like between much. two and three all week. And that was a podcast that transparently came in with not a lot of specific direction, maybe a name and a concept, but from doing pre-production work, from talking through edits, through talking through sound bites that we're going to in, like introduce and then having, I think myself as a producer in the room when mm. recording um, and then obviously your post-production edit work has been insane. All those factors coming together has made it into the podcast that it has become, like has yeah. become, sorry. Yeah. And I think that wouldn't have been there if it was just two people recording on their phones in their yeah. room. Like that level compared to where we were able to take yeah. it humble brag almost like but it, like honestly it's it's sitting really pretty because of that yeah yeah no it's good cool well thanks for listening for today's podcast Giddy um up. subscribe to jerry this is jerry we've, <laughs> we've had a dog in here my dog has been here the whole time yeah. it's been lovely it keeps coming for pats yeah it's really nice now but um subscribe and follow our insta and our tiktok tiktok and tiktok's blowing up eh? <laughs> It is weirdly. <laughs> no, not like not, followers not blowing up. Is <laughs> it not? Uh, well, I mean, blowing up for the sake of we get more likes. Well, than each time it's growing, which is cool, but mm. it's just one of those things. It's like it's weird. To what end? Yeah, to what end for sure? Yeah. Like what's yeah? How will this benefit? 
Is that what you think all the yeah. time? You always think about how it's going to benefit you? Yeah. You sicko. <laughs> Just live in the moment. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>